At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of every Premier League match week, the Champions League and the Europa League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and just like we did in our last episode, we want to dedicate some more time in this episode to celebrate Women's History Month by hearing from two special guests I have a feeling our listeners will be familiar with. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so, no, that's a good thing. Uh... <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. That's right, Musty. Last episode, we heard from Sean Massielis and Olivia Smart. So make sure you check out those that we've done already. Today, we're going to hear from two very important players from Manchester City. We'll hear from Kevin De Bruyne in a little bit. But first, Rebecca Lowe had the chance to talk with Manchester City in U.S. women's national team midfielder, Rose Lavelle. Let's listen into their conversation now. Well, Rose, it's lovely to have you with us here on NBC. Um, it is, of course, Women's History Month and International Women's Day as well. Plenty to celebrate. I'd love to start by asking you about maybe a woman in your life who has inspired you and how maybe that came to pass. Um, I always think of my grandma. She... Um had 12 children and now I have like 40 plus cousins and just like a million so she has a million grandkids great grandkids and um I think she's just like such an incredible woman who just is like has the kindest heart and um the most humble person so I um I've always looked up to her and she's somebody that just like kind of inspires me every day to be a better person and where is she Rose is she over in the U.S.? Yeah, she's um, back in my hometown, Cincinnati. Oh, so I'm sure you haven't seen her for a wee while. I'm sure you miss her. Yeah, it has been a while since I've seen her, but um, she actually always texts me little heart emojis every day. So we just have this nice little strand of text that's just back and forth hearts to each other. Oh, that is the absolute cutest. I love it. (laughs) You, of course, are one of the 2019 World Cup 
winners. And so many girls and women are today, Rose, dreaming of being, of course, the next Rose Lavelle. So did you think at any point in your life when you were growing up that you would be in such a position to inspire so many? I mean, I had always envisioned myself playing um, professional soccer, um, but I don't think I ever really understood the magnitude of what that meant and I know how important it was for me to have female role models to look up to. I mean I was obsessed with Mia Hamm, Christine Lilly, Julie Foudy, all of them and it was so important for me to like see them and know that I wanted to be in their shoes one day so it's kind of cool now that I find myself in their shoes and I feel like it's kind of come full circle and I'm able to give back to the sport in the same way it's given to me but yeah I don't think I ever like thought that that would be the case but it's definitely cool that it is. (laughs) Absolutely. And with it being Women's History Month, how important is it to you personally to raise awareness about not only people like your grandmother, but other fierce women around the world and all of their contributions? How important is it to you personally, Rose, to raise that awareness about these great women? Yeah, I think it's always important to celebrate women, not just... um on these like special days but like every single day I think it's important we acknowledge the contribution women have had to society and everything that they've done to help progress and make this world a better place and obviously it's extra fun to celebrate on those days but um, hopefully we can continue to celebrate them year round. When you were a little girl and you watched the likes of Mia Hamm and Julie Foudy it was definitely a different world Rose to where it is now with women in football, women in soccer. And now you live in the UK, you've seen that side of it over there as well. Looking to the future and maybe thinking about the little Rose Lavelles that are out there right now, when they get to be professional players, how do you want to see more women in football in the US, maybe in the UK? How, in what roles and how do you want to see a more representative sport? Yeah, I think... um... The biggest thing, and I think we're definitely starting to see that, is like we need more investment in the game, and I think you're seeing a lot of like support and excitement around um, the game. It's a really exciting time for women's football in that sense, and I think the next step is like globally. I want every female professional soccer player to really feel like this is their like full-time job, and not have to feel like they have to pick up other like side jobs to help like maintain their life I think if we can continue to get investment and grow the game and make this a like truly viable option for a career year-round for women everywhere not just in the U.S. not just in the U.K. but everywhere um, I think that's the next step and um, hopefully all of us females in the game right now can help push that and make that better for um, the next generation coming up. It's really interesting, Rose, because when I was in the UK working in television, when I started my career and I was covering a lot of the women's game and I was interviewing the likes of Kelly Smith and Karen Carney and Rachel Yankee back in the days when they played for the for England, they have, as you say, all had side jobs. They often worked at the club that they were playing for, maybe in the kit room or in a different capacity. How different does it feel, do you think, for a, a female footballer not to have to do that? Yeah, I mean, I think when you can fully commit yourself to your job, you're that much better. So I think um, if we can have that, then it's going to continue to raise the level. And um, I think you're going to continue to see more leagues grow. I think already um, there's more competitive leagues everywhere in the world. It's not just one destination league that all the good players have to go to. I think um, it's kind of more dispersed now and um, leagues are getting better top to bottom and um yeah, I, I think it, it, like I said, I think it's an exciting time for women's football because I think 
um, the excitement and buzz and support around it is here to stay and it's going to just make it better and keep growing. We can see where you are. You're in one of the indoor facilities there at Manchester City. And I'd love to ask you, first of all, if you could give us the story of how you ended up signing for Manchester City. Yeah, um, I had always known I wanted to like experience playing overseas at some point in my career. I just um, I felt like it was going to be a new different challenge and um, it just kind of felt like the right time and yeah I just wanted to be in an environment that was going to push me out of my comfort zone and challenge me every day and aside from that all the resources that they provide um, the team and everything is like incredible second to none I think in the women's game and um, so that was another draw I've also had some teammates that have played here that had nothing but like amazing things to say about it so um, it just kind of was the whole package and um, it played out really nicely and I'm, I'm really happy. Okay, I want to talk about Manchester. So we know you're a Midwesterner. You say, of course, your granny is back in your hometown of Cincinnati. You went to the University of Wisconsin. So you're a Midwesterner. Manchester. I know it's been locked down for a long time, Rose, but you'll have seen Manchester and you've been out and about at some point over the past years since you've been there. How does it compare? Is it totally different? Is it similar? Tell me about your new home. No, it's kind of funny because before I came here, someone actually had told me that Manchester was like the Midwest of England I know so I was like oh my gosh okay so hopefully I'll fit right in and I have to say I feel like it is kind of similar there's that like the people are like very very nice and there's like kind of that sense of like pride and loyalty from where you grew up and you came from Um, so in that sense it does feel like a little familiar and more like at home because of that um and yeah obviously it's been a lockdown so I haven't really been able to explore but the little area that I live in is like dog central so I am like just like in heaven it's been great so far okay we need to talk about the dog because your dog has uh, her own Instagram account Wilma Jean is that right Wilma Jean wrinkles Well, Regine Wrinkles. She's in Cincinnati. It's okay. I have this little um, app on my phone that I can, like, log on and I can watch her from her little couch in Cincinnati. And I can shoot treats out to her and talk to her. So um, I still am connected to her in that way. Okay. And you're seeing lots of dogs in the little area where you live. So you're, yes. you're getting your dog fix. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, lots, much love to Wilma Jean Wrinkles. Let's talk about um, the familiar faces at Manchester City when you signed, of course, Sam Mewis and Abby Dahlkemper. It sounds st- simple, but it's a bit like, I suppose it's a bit like joining a new school. And it, when you're the only one and you don't know anybody, it's tough. But when you just have a couple of, couple of familiar faces, how important was it for Abby and Sam for them to be there? Yeah, um, it definitely helped a lot. I mean, the girls here are, like, so nice and welcoming. So I'm sure, like, without them, they, like, would have still, like, welcomed me in and made it so easy. But um, definitely having that kind of, like, little piece of home and familiarity in a new environment was, like, very, very helpful. Um, And they're, like, two of my really, really good friends. So um, it just, like, makes the experience that much more fun that I get to experience it with them. Can we talk accents? The Manchester accents, and I'm sure some of the girls that you play with have Mancunian accents as well, probably accents actually from all over the country. The Manchester accent, I mean, can we get some sort of review on that? Are we liking the Manchester accent? I, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm like that good at, I can tell there's different English accents, but I'm not really great at deciphering like which one is which but like I can tell there's different accents I just would never be able to tell you like where each of them is from that makes sense 
Yeah, but I'll, totally. I'll learn. There are a lot of English accents, and they're also not very far apart. So you've got the Mancunian accent, and then 30 minutes away, you've got the Liverpool accent. And it's how are they? It's such, so different, yet they're yeah, only 30 it's minutes wild. away. It's wild. It, yeah. Yeah. It's a head scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and my final question, Rose, to you is with the Olympics, of course, coming up this July and August in Japan. Gold on the line again. What do the U.S. women's national team have to do to make sure they get that? Yeah, I mean, I think like every tournament, you just kind of have to take it one game at a time and don't look too far ahead. And I think that will be our focus. We'll, we'll be focused on the very first game of the tournament and and learn from it and grow and yeah and look to win but it starts with the first game absolutely and we we wish you the best of luck um so listen rose thank you so much for your time and we will speak soon thank you guys so really interesting stuff from roosevelt there a grandmother being her inspiration i thought robert i quite liked how she said manchester reminds her of the midwest is that a compliment? Uh, well, my understanding is that Midwest people are very friendly. Oh. You know, our, our Ahmed, our Ahmed talks about the Midwest and how people are there very, very friendly. Is that what she means? She must mean because people, to be fair, yeah, up in the north friendly. in New England, they are much more friendly than the Southerners. Yes. I would gay say controversially. Very controversial. Move it on, my yeah. friend. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, from one great Manchester City midfielder in Rose Lavelle to another one in Kevin De Bruyne. The Belgium shared his thoughts on Women's History Month as well as the reasons for Manchester City's success this season in his recent interview. Let's have a listen. Which woman has inspired you during your life and how did she inspire you? Well, I think obviously when I was young, the, the most important woman was my mum. I think, uh, I think yeah, obviously my parents and my mum give everything up. Uh, I left home when I was 14, so uh, it was hard for, for her for, to see me leave that young. And I know, you know, it missed a little part of her, her life. But, yeah, obviously, I think it was something that they were willing to do so I could achieve my, my dream of becoming a professional football player. So I think that says it all. Why do you feel celebrations such as Women's History Month and International Women's Day are important? raising awareness about the contributions that women make around the world. 
Well, I think in, in my view, there's no difference between women and men. You know, I think every everybody's equal uh, based on race or, or being a man, a man or a woman. You know, everybody can contribute in, in different ways and everybody can be brilliant in their own way. And I think that's the same for the women. How do you specifically want to see women play a bigger role in the future of football? Well, I, I think... Um, Obviously, I think it comes with awareness. I think that is becoming better. Uh, I think it's there's more opportunities uh, for people to see women play football. Uh, I, I see the difference in a couple of years in England with uh, matches being on TV, and I think more and more people were, are coming to these games. And I think this is um, one of the main influences that people can have to to groom the women's sport so i think this is really important that a lot of people watch them support them and that's that's the way to attract people sponsors money money to it and then it has a, a chance to become bigger i guess you've seen that at manchester city as well kevin with all the investment the club has put into the women's team and all the progress and success that they've had yeah no obviously uh you know i know a couple of the women uh, of the women's team and I talk to them sometimes and obviously I think uh, there's still a big difference between the men and the women but I think um, the teams are trying to improve that I think the, the game is getting better and you know obviously uh, I hope for them obviously that it, it grows and grows and then eventually it, it will become a bigger attraction and then obviously the, the rest will follow I think uh, the schedule has been ruthless and we know in the beginning of the season was hard with you know no preseason a lot of injuries covid there's a lot of things that that happened in this year and I think uh, we we found a little spark somewhere in the season where we were a little bit on a roll and then you know when the moment came there we tried to take advantage and uh, you know, it's it's been hard because we 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 not. I think since the beginning of the season, we had midweek every week, so we never basically had like four or five days in between games. So uh, it's been hard, but the team has managed it in a well a superb way, I would say. But yeah, we still have a long way to go. I think a couple of days for Chelsea, the players sit together, and yeah, basically said we have to do more. Um, but that happens a couple of times a season, you know. I think there was like words even after the Leeds game, you know, where yeah, some players, including myself, weren't happy with with how things were going and uh, demanding more from from each other, from m myself also. So that happens. You need to have these moments in during a season because like it's too hard to have everything going well and. In it, you know, you need to be accountable, set the set the team accountable for for things, and um, you know that maybe in spite of maybe it didn't make any difference. Uh, but obviously, when you have a meeting and it goes better after, then everybody will say it's going to be that meeting. But I'm, I'm doesn't it happens all the time. So uh, I don't know. I'm a lot in, in meetings with a lot of people. I know the club really well. I've been here for six years. You know, I'm thinking I'm one of the oldest persons now. So I know how the club runs and how the people around it work. So um, I think I have a, quite a good view of 
the way this team wants to operate and how the players should adapt to it. So I think I can help a lot of people in that way. Foden's in and Foden scores. The City slickers are back and they're finding the back of the net with regularity. I think it's something we had to adapt to, you know, Sergio's been basically out since last June, so it's been really hard. And then obviously Gabi's been injured a little bit, he had, he had COVID, so we had no other chance than to, to change something. And, you know, there's a lot of players who played uh, as a striker this year and we just tried to find a way to play well and, you know, at a certain time it, it helped. But even now, if you play with a striker or not, it doesn't even make a difference, in, in my view. De Bruyne's cross! Oh. Manchester City's lead! What a great ball from De Bruyne. Ruben Diaz powering in unnoted. Well, I think, he, obviously, he came in and he's been available. You know, I think uh, availability is really important. And, you know, to be there every game and to find the rhythm, I think, as a defender, is even more important than an attacking player. And... I think the team has been stable. Uh, everybody in the back has been doing really well and he's really vocal, so I think he helps the team set a line. And then from, from there, that point, we, we can push up as a team and the better the, or the higher the defense pushes up, the, the easier it makes for the, the midfielders and to the attackers to press as a group and the team stays compact. So that's been really important. Well, I, I just think that assists, uh, it's not even assists, it's uh, creating opportunities for my teammates. This is my job. I think I'm a midfield player, I don't see myself. I never saw myself as an elite top scorer. You know, I score some goals, some years more than, than others, but I think I've always had the ability to create opportunities for my teammates uh, at any point in my career, and that's always been the case. Um, but even if it's not an assist, you know, I'm there to create opportunities for the, my front players, for whoever is in the box. And if they score, I get an assist, so that, that makes it good for me. I started off when I was younger as an attacking midfielder, but I don't, I don't see myself as an at attacking midfielder. I'm a central midfielder, so I play attacking sometimes. I play defensive. I play left, I play right, so... It depends what, what my job is game by game and that changes all the time over here. So, you know, uh, there's maybe a game like the Wolves game where I play really good, much better than the West Ham game. But in the West Ham game, I have maybe an assist and people would say, oh, look at the assist. But I played so badly in that game and the Wolves game was so much better. So, you know, I, I, I take gratitude already at, at the way that I play and what is important. You know, I know we're in a day and age where everything is about statistics, but it's really not. It's really not. We lose games every year, uh, but we yeah, obviously prefer not to lose too many. But I think there's going to be moments where you drop points or maybe play bad, but you need these moments to learn because obviously I think sometimes it's better to lose a game or play bad to see where you can improve as a, as a team or as a player. I think when you start a season and people ask me, what do you want to win? You want to win everything. You start a, 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 a Premier League or a cup competition to win the cup. We, don't, we never go into a game thinking we want to lose a game or lose a cup. So in that way, in that aspect, you want to win everything. But it is really hard. You know, we, 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 we were not far away two years ago 
where we won three, three out of four. But it's a lot of games. The schedule is hectic and people, I think, sometimes underestimate. You know, it's it's not easy and other teams are very good. So, um, you know, we, we try. We try to win the, whatever it's possible. But I know people can talk about these things, but it, it is hard work. <laughs> Some interesting thoughts from the great Kevin De Bruyne. That does it for another special edition of the Two Robbies podcast. Don't forget to check out our previous episodes recapping the latest Premier League results and Champions League results as well. It's our episode with Sean Massiellis and Olivia Smart. You can subscribe and listen to the Two Robbies podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.